Okay, we are in Megillat Esther, Perek Ches, Bayom Hahu Posakal, Bayom Hahu Nasan Hamelech Achashreros, La Esther Hamalka. So, one of the cornerstones that Chazal builds its interpretation and understanding of Megillat Esther is what we call the Nahapahu, a sudden overturning, a, a polar opposite, going to the other extreme. And we saw a classic example yesterday uh, at the end of Perek Zion. Haman is prime minister. He is an honored guest, the only guest, at a banquet for the second consecutive day of Ahasuerus and Esther. He has built a gallows for his arch enemy Mordecai to be hung on. And suddenly, in what seems like a millisecond, Haman is hung on the gallows he intended for Mordechai. Mordechai becomes the the prime minister, and everything is changed. And that is the theme that follows through. So now, we see Haman at the end of Perak Zion, hung from the very gallows he built for Mordechai. But Mordechai and Esther understand better than anybody that this is far from the end of the story. There is a very real serious obstacle to the survival of the Jewish people that they must confront and solve because it is fundamentally a legalistic, you might want to call it technicality, but it's a very real barrier. Let me explain. Under Persian law, if the king signed a proclamation, or it went out on the king's name with his signet ring, as did the proclamation that said we're exterminating all the Jews on the 13th of Adar, you cannot reverse it. We saw it with Daniel and Nebuchadnezzar, that you could not reverse it. Daniel violated it and was thrown into the furnace. Uh, and of course saved. But it is a very serious legal doctrine and you have to overcome it. And it's not easy here because if you think about it in real time, that proclamation went out only three days before the events of of the banquet. So now you're calling on Ahasuerus, as we're going to see, to reverse himself, which he can't do, uh, three days after he sent out this proclamation uh, proclaiming the annihilation of the Jews on the next 13th of Adar. So, we begin by Yomahu Nasan HaMelech HaChashreros Esther HaMalka Es Beis Haman Tzorer HaYehudim He gives over to Esther HaMalka the estate of Haman, the house really of Haman, the enemy of the Jews. And why, what is the purpose of that? The purpose is, some of Farshim say, that um, before you could have the geula, the defeat of Amalek, you had to have all the tumah of Amalek removed, and that Haman's house as Amalek had to be purified. So he gives it over to Esther, and now... Mordechai Mordechai comes before the king, because Mordechai has now come before the king because Esther has told the king who Mordechai is in relation to her. 
as Rashi says specifically, Hukarov um, law. He is a relative. He is an uncle, and therefore that links them um, and un- declares that both Esther is Jewish as well. We know that Mordechai is. So she proclaims him. Interestingly, the Mephorshim show Mordechai Bolif Nehamelech seems to indicate that that doctrine or gezerah that Echashverosh had that no one could come before the king unless they were summoned to him uh, is now by the wayside as far as Mordechai and Esther are concerned. It has been abrogated. So, by Yosser HaMelech is so the king takes off his ring, the signet ring, Asher Hevir Haman, that he had taken uh, from Haman, by Yitnele Mordechai. He puts the signet ring on Mordechai's finger, by Tosam Esteris Mordechai al Haman. And now Esther puts Mordechai over the house of Haman. Over the house of Haman means he's the administrator, he's not the owner, because it was given as a gift to Esther. It would be improper for her now to gift it over to Mordechai. So what she does is make him the administrator. And now it is understood that that signet ring remains in the permanent possession of the prime minister. And now Mordechai is the prime minister. So now we've got to approach that legal barrier (coughs) to saving the Jews on the next 13th of Adar. And Esther continues to speak with Nehamelech, and now she, Esther uncharacteristically loses all control. She cries. We have never seen her cry before through all the trials and the anxieties and the tribulations. She has maintained her composure. Now she's crying. She she pleads with him. Reverse that terrible decree that Haman proclaimed and planned against the Jews. So what she is saying, let's continue, for he extends the scepter, indicating not permission to, but just, it's okay, Esther, get up. Tell us what is the problem. And now you'll see the next sentence is, Unlike Esther, its cadence is faster. It seems like even grasping at straws going back and forth. But Tomer, Imal HaMelech told, if it is pleasing to the king, and if it finds favor in him, and it is pleasing and acceptable to the king, and I am pleasing in your eyes, nullify, reverse, those proclamations you sent out, Machshevet Haman, which represent the evil, dastardly deeds of Haman, Minham Dasa Ha'agagi, Asher Kosav La'abedes HaYehudim, Asher B'chol Medinos whose plan was to annihilate all the Jews in the entire empire. It is like not Esther's cadence of speech, it is not Esther's emotional level. What Esther is asking here is reverse those letters, reverse that proclamation. And legally, she doesn't have a leg to stand on. 
she continues though, How can I stand to see this terrible evil before my people? And I will see my whole entire nation destroyed. How can I bear it? Emotional, but not very legalistically helpful. And his reason is as follows. Look, I have given the entire house of Haman to Esther. But also Tolu Allah eats. And I had him hung on the tree, to which he tried to destroy the Yehudim. So now, what do you want from me? Vatem, kisvu ala Yehudim Write anything you want to the Jews of the province, b'shem hamelach, in my name. B'chasmo b'tabas hamelach, sign it with my signet ring. Kikosav asher nichtov b'shem hamelach, b'nachtom b'tabas hamelach, ein loshiv. Because you can't reverse it. So the truth is, look, shouldn't it be enough that I elevated Mordechai? You are the undisputed queen. Everyone knows you were Jewish. Mordechai was Jewish. Wouldn't that be enough that they would know not to, in fact, carry through? Isn't with there a simple solution, Hilly? Let me hear it. <laughs> Just issue an edict saying anyone that harms a Jew will be killed. Close to what's coming. Okay, we'll get to that. Um, in other words, what more can I do? So Achashverosh really isn't a help here, and he can't be. In other words, he's saying, shouldn't the people discern from my actions and from what's happened that, yeah, the, the thing should not be operative? So now, by Yikru Achshatanim, um, I'm sorry, I jumped ahead. Vayikru Sifrei HaMelech Baron Hahu Bachodesh HaShlishi Hu Chodesh Sivon Veshlosha Veshrimbo Vayikosev Kechol Asher Sivon Mordechai El HaYehudim So now, Mordechai is given, as it were, carte blanche. You write whatever you want. And so what Mordechai does, Bachodesh HaShlishi Hu Chodesh Sivon in um, the 23rd of Sivan, that's almost 70 days after this. <coughs> so the question is, why did they wait 70 days? It's true that it's 11 months away, but time is of the essence here. So they waited that time because Mordechai has a very specific plan. And one of those elements in the plan is that the same couriers who delivered the original proclamation are to be recalled and to deliver the new proclamation. In other words, he wants the authenticity of the same guys who brought the original one bringing the follow-up one. It lends, as we say, a reality, an authenticity. So it took him that long. Two, they don't want to push Ahasuerus too fast. In other words, 
as we said, it was three days ago he wrote the initial proclamation. Now to rescind it in some form, he's going to look like a, a totally incompetent, wavering, vacillating king, which he was. So that, and this is what they write, the satraps, the apachos, the governors, the sorry hermedinos, the entire empire of uh, 127 provinces, Medina, or Medina, Kakaswa, the Am, the Am Kilshono, it's sent out exactly each province in its own language, and it is written specifically to uh, the Jews in their language, everyone gets it in their own tongue. Before we describe what it is they're getting, you'll see some of the Mephorshim have some very interesting legalistic theories. One which is somewhat valid is that we learned there were two letters that went out. One that went out to the province leaders saying annihilate the Jews on that day. The other that went out to the other people didn't say annihilate the Jews. It said that be ready on the 13th of Adar for some sort of action. You will get the details later. That one, they argue, was not signed by Ahasuerus. So theoretically, you could reverse it. The Ibn Ezra has a very novel one, is that the proclamation said that defend yourselves against anyone who attacks you. Haman, who wrote the proclamation, said kill the Jews. He just ignored the whole thing. So that now you're saying defend yourself, as we will see. You're not really changing it. But that's the Ibn Ezra, and it's a very minority opinion. And this is what Mordechai writes. Signing it with the signet ring. He sends it out in the fastest manner he can. With couriers, with foot soldiers, with chariots. There's a dromedary camels that can move at an immense speed. They are descendants from these B'nai Haramkin that can just move through the desert at an immense speed. This proclamation says on the 13th of Adar, you have the right to gather together, you Jews, in self-defense. You can defend yourself against any attack. And it goes very far. Because it says lahashmi to kill, laharog, laabed, using the same language as the original proclamation that the Persians would use on the Jews, as kol chel hatsorim, all the enemies, osam, and it very preemptive, taf, children, noshim, ushlalam, lavos, loot the place after you kill them, take all the booty, etc. It is a very extreme, preemptive, and as we can see, controversial doctrine. But one, Ushlalam Lavoz, how can you take the booty of the Amalekites? You are not supposed to have Hana from anything the Amalekites own. It's a tough question. Two, it's true, you have a positive duty of self-defense, and that's what this proclamation grants. But this seems to go way beyond it. It seems to me, attack, kill them, kill them all, 
and loot them. So a little bit controversial. But Yom Echad B'chol Medinos HaMelech HaChashreros, B'Shloshos HaLachodesh, Shneimos HaHuchodesh Adar, on the 13th of Adar. So Mordechai seems to circumvent the legal problem by saying just a proclamation, you Jews have a duty, an obligation of self-defense. Use it. Do it. And that allows you to, as we say, circumvent that first proclamation without nullifying it. Continues, and copies are made for every Medina, Medina, transparent to everybody. To prepare the Jews to take take vengeance against their enemies. And so they went out. Again, the original quarriers, the dromedaries, the speed animals. The knowledge was out in Shushan Habira that this was done. So it appears that, is that, that we have accomplished the legalistic uh, conundrum that we will face. And now, Mordechai Yatzel, we read this Pasuk, this is one of the four Pasukim in Megillah, we read out loud when the Balkore is reading. And the city of Israel, he goes out with all these things, Levush Malchus, the clothes of loyalty, Techeles, Remember that word, that's very important. That's like blue. Techeles, we know, is what the tzitzis were made of. Um, and that is the key element we focus on in Shoshana's Yaakov. It says, uh, when the people saw Mordechai in Techeles, that's the only one they mentioned. Bechur, Vatera, Zohav, golden crown, Betachrin, Butz, linen, and scarlet, Vair, Shushan, Solov, Samecha. Uh, interesting side there. One of them, not one, several of them, of course, raised. Isn't this combination of Butz and Vargoman um, Shotnes, where you're not permitted to have the two? And the answer is that you're not to be two if they're interweaved, but if they're one on top of each other, it's not Shotnes. Now, the Ir Shushan Solovisamecha, they Solovisamecha, but remember, this hasn't been done yet. This is some eight months away. They had Solovisamecha because it's really a show of optimism. The whole show, if you show that you're happy and joyous as if this is done, it will be done. It's, it's to put on a brave front. And so the people had the Gemara translate, each one corresponds to a mitzvah. Ora is... Um, Tzvila, Simcha is Yantif, Sason is Mila, um, and Yokar is Meshichus. Each one corresponds to a mitzvah that they have reaffiliated himself, themselves with. That's why we say that they completed Nasev Nishma. They confirmed the Nasev Nishma. There's a difference between Simcha and Sason. 
Simcha is joy that exists now. Sasson is something right now it's imperfect. Sasson cannot occur until the Mashiach comes. Uvachal Medina, U Medina, and in each province, Machal Ir, Ir, Makomashadwar Hamela, Fadato Magia, Simcha, the Sasson, La Yehudim, Mishta, the Yom Tov, the feast, the Rabbi Meameha Oretz, Misyachadim, Kinafal Pachat, Hayehudim, Alehim. And this is interesting. Many people in the empire of Persia converted. They now had a fear of the Jews. Question is, halachically, one, we don't take converts because out of fear, because they have a fear now and they're joining us as we saw with the Shomonim, we saw with others. Two, the Amalekites... And remember, the Persians worked to a large extent on Malachi. We don't take them at all. So the question is, how did we possibly accept them here? And the answer is that we did not really accept them. And two, very interesting interpretation, is that one of the reasons the Purim holiday is also accompanied by masquerading and dressing is that it masks the thing that we did not take them, so that we did not uh, identify them as such, but the indication is many people came over. And if they did come over that they weren't afraid, but they really want to affiliate with the Jewish people, yes, we would take them. So we see that triumph has been achieved, the legalistics have been erased, and now the Jews are poised for one of the greatest victories and reversals in our history. Adkan, tomorrow, 8.45 a.m. Tomorrow? You will not want to miss it.